The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. When Jesus knew that his hour had come to depart from this world and go to the Father, he said to the disciples, Now I am going to him who sent me, yet none of you asks me, Where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your hearts. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will prove the world wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment, about sin because they do not believe in me, about righteousness because I am going to the Father and you will see me no longer, about judgment because the ruler of this world has been condemned. The Gospel of the Lord. One has to wonder how the early church managed to not only overcome its persecutors, but thrive in such a way that it overcame the entire Roman Empire and flourished. And the answer to that question is found in today's first reading, but really throughout the entire book of Acts, and it's prayer. Prayer is that one motivating factor that changed everything for the world. We have many examples in the book of Acts. You can just trace it from the beginning to the end. Prayer always preceded God acting. So, for example, in Acts chapter 1, we have the choosing of Judas's successor. That was preceded by much prayer, and Matthias was chosen. In Acts chapter 2, the Blessed Virgin Mary and the disciples were in the upper room praying before the outpouring of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. One wonders if they had not been there in the upper room, what would have happened? In chapter 6, the choosing of the first deacons preceded by much prayer. In Acts chapter 11, the conversion of Saul preceded in much prayer. And Saul went on to become the great Saint Paul who wrote most of the New Testament. The revelation to Peter of what was clean and unclean which would really bring all the Gentiles into the church, preceded by a great deal of prayer. The appointment of the first bishops in Acts chapter 14 at the local churches that Paul set up, always preceded by prayer. On and on, from beginning to end, prayer was the catalyst that made the church flourish. This is at the heart of what was really known as one of the most fantastic Catholic doctrines and that is that each of us are called to be not just mediators, but co-redeemers in salvation itself. That's the dignity of what we've been called to. But that can only happen through prayer. When we pray, God acts and acts in a way in which other lives are changed, which is why in this time when so much is at stake, we need to be men and women of prayer, and make prayer the priority in our life. St. James puts it this way, the prayers of a righteous person are powerful in their effects. We see that in the entire book of Acts, and really throughout salvation history, going even back into the Old Testament. When we look at the life of Abraham, Abraham was instrumental in the saving of Lot's family. He was able to bring God down to just finding 10 
righteous persons in Sodom for that family to be saved. He had that power. In Exodus chapter 32, Moses, after that absolute horrendous failure of Israel at the golden calf apostasy, and God was ready to wipe out Israel altogether and start over, it was Moses who interceded and saved his people. He was a powerful intercessor. In the book of Job, the last chapter, God actually tells Job's three friends who had failed him to ask Job to pray for them because God was angry with them. And the prayers of Job saved his friends at the actual request of God. In today's first reading, we have that powerful story of Paul and Silas. They were on their way from Philippi to preach to other centers, and they run across this girl who has a spirit of divination. She is making money for other people. Paul, through prayer, exercises the demon that's at the heart of that soothsaying. The owner of that girl is so incensed that he has Paul and Silas arrested, and they're put in jail. And we think, well, too bad for... Paul and Silas, except what they do in jail, they break out in praise and worship, they pray, and then God acts in a powerful way. The foundations of the jail are actually shaken to such an extent that the doors fly open and the jailer wakes up, sees what's happened, he's converted on the spot, he asks for baptism, not just for himself but his whole family, they become believers, and then they invite Paul to come into their home. So we see from beginning to end how crucial prayer is. We hear it all the time, but we have to actually get that deeply into our hearts that really the success of this parish, this family of parishes, our community depends on whether we pray. So let's make that the priority, prayer.